You're listening to a Sin Media Podcast. Made by young people for young people. You're listening to Sweet Talk. I'm Eartha. I'm joined here with Nick from Pop Filter, which is the latest new Aussie group that we've been loving and listening to. Here to chat about their newest album release, Banksia, which was released on the 21st of August. Hello, welcome. Thanks for having me. No worries. So your band was kind of an amalgamation of the Snowy Band, the Ocean Party, and Cool Sounds. You all sort of come together to make this, I guess super group in a way and brought experience from lots of different positions and experience over the years and it's a really interesting sound and I feel like in the album you can really hear the different influences it's I just love it it's a really interesting album each track is really unique and it feels really dimensional how was releasing an album like this I know I've heard it was written and recorded over four days in New South Wales how was releasing this album sort of different from what the other the bands have done in the past sure yeah uh, i mean first of all i'm glad you liked the album it was a lot of um a lot of fun to make so we, we all played together in a band called the ocean party um mm-hmm. uh, and we that that ended and we wanted to continue playing music together but we wanted the ocean party to be its own its own thing so we wanted a new name and this project to be new and to have kind of its own feel and its own identity um but i mean at the core of it uh, it exists as an excuse for all of us to hang out together and, <laughs> you know, spend a week together here and there and record an album and there's no grand ambition to anything. So there's no there's no preconceived kind of notion of what anything should sound like or, you know, how it should come together or anything like that. It really is just an excuse to, to spend some time together. <clears throat> and so I think probably what comes of that is something that's a bit more maybe uninhibited than what we would have done in the past. Um, and I mean, you could take that uh, in, in any number of ways, but I suppose it's just, you know, in, in some elements, it's less considered than other stuff that we've done. Uh, some, you know, in some ways it kind of frees us up to, you know, for more spur of the moment performance rather than kind of thinking about how it's going to be perceived. So it's really just a very natural kind of kind of thing. And it's just about kind of having fun together and letting it, you know, form itself as opposed to trying to force anything or you know having any grand ambition yeah i think that leads nicely you've led perfectly into sort of jumping into the first track that i want to dissect with you was big yellow van and that was one of the first singles that you released and uh in some of the interviews you talked about how it was kind of the song was an exploration of how and like looking back on how you guys have worked together in the past and sort of being grateful for those memories and those experiences and touring. So just chat a little bit more about that. Yeah, sure. So that one, Lachlan wrote that song. Um, and it was, it's, yeah, it's kind of a celebration of the time that everyone spent together. And um, he had written, so the Ocean Party finished because our our bandmate, Zach, um, who's Lachlan's brother, passed away very unexpectedly. And um, you know, that was obviously very difficult for us. And, you know, there are a lot of 
there was a lot of um yeah it was a very emotional kind of period for us but Lachlan wanted to said that he wanted to write something that you know all of our experiences together were and celebrate that you know in some capacity so I guess yeah it's just a that track is a yeah celebration yeah it's a really I think that's a really interesting track and I I really like that idea of writing something that you're kind of using as an exploration of those feelings and kind of I guess turning a lot of the grief into sort of more transforming it into joy in the way that trying to look back on the positive memories and the positive experiences uh, do you think that's the sort of idea that Lachlan was getting at? Yeah de- definitely and I think you know there's we probably haven't written a whole lot of songs like this in the past that are sort of celebratory and things like that it's it's a funny thing because i think you know you spend so much time as i guess it's an australian thing as much as anything else but you know you you trying to always be humble and you know a bit self-deprecating so you often tend to write songs that are about you know um shortfalls or or things like that as opposed to writing something that's a celebration and an acknowledgement of something that was really great in your life and so i i think it's um it's refreshing to to have a song like that and i think Auckland did a good job of surmising out all of our feelings about that project and that time we had together Talking about another track, this was actually my favourite track of the album, Laughing Falling. It was the first release for Pop Filter back in May. And I think for me personally, listening to this song, I kind of heard it as a bit of a upbeat and slightly different sound to some of the songs that follow on this album. Can you talk about sort of how that might have guided, did it sort of guide the album's direction or not? And also the music video, of course, which is very steampunk <laughs> vibes. <laughs> yeah, the video is pretty, um, the video is pretty silly. There's not, not, um, not very much to that other than we spent a lot of time in the van talking about steampunk as a subculture and I guess kind of how silly we all have you know think it is for the most part but it was uh it was kind of fun to make that as a green screen clip but the song itself is is great it's Curtis wrote this one and it's he's got some real sort of post-punk new wave leanings a lot of the time and it it leans into that a little bit but it's it's pretty fun and dancey and again it's quite a, a positive you know track thematically and that it's he um he says it's about the kind of joys of the simple joys of walking around with your friends and drinking and having a nice time. So it's um it's a pretty pretty happy happy go lucky kind of song. Another track, Kit Home. Slightly different vocal presentation on this track in comparison to others. I really like it. Is it was it sort of a deliberate choice or, you know, is it just how it sort of came together? I think it's a really interesting juxtaposition, especially with that keyboard in the track, which I would describe more as a like a light, airy sound, mm. as opposed to the voice, which is quite a deep voice in a low register. I mean, some of it's uh, probably across the album some of the stuff is deliberate and some of it is just a, 
a product of it being all we can do. You know, so I, I sing that one and I have a deep voice and I don't have very much range outside of that. So it's largely just presented that way because that's, you know, what I sound like. Um, but, you know, some of it's kind of deliberate. I, I think with a lot of this record, because of the way that it came together and the approach to it, that it was written and recorded quickly in a confined space, you know, there's some pretty unpolished edges. And that, that song is a good example, I think, of one that probably if I had more time with it, there would be some different, I would do some things differently, like structurally and, and as it's presented. But I think that, you know, there's some charm in just kind of rolling with what, whatever's going at the time and being, you know, content that it's a, um, it captures a, a moment in time. And, you know, so that song just sounds like what it is, which is a song that was written quickly and thrown together quickly. And, you know, and I, I, I like it for that. But it's, um yeah, as I say, there's probably some things in that song I would do differently time over. But it's, um but yeah, it's, it's, it's nice for what it is. Shake it off. Brush the sand. That idea of taking that feeling for one moment or one week and putting it into an album and that's just where it sits is a really interesting idea and a way of writing. And I think you could really hear this in Open House as well. It was a bit of a kind of more sad, melancholic track and the saxophone on this, I think it's a saxophone, right? Uh, That was just, did it for me. I'm pretty sure I cried listening to this track. (laughs) Can you talk a little bit about sort of writing that track and just where your head was at when it was written? Yeah, well, I mean, that's one one of Mark's tracks Um, and he's, Mark's a great, a great uh, evocative lyricist. He's a, um, Mark has a PhD in theatre. He's a playwright. And so he's, mm-hmm. um, he's very good at developing kind of emotion um, within writing. And, and he, he, he um, is pretty in touch with you know, how he feels about stuff. So I think that that one is uh, from, from memory. It's about um, and the empty feeling of his family home being sold and being in it and knowing that it would be kind of his last experience of that you know, the home that he grew up in and the kind of emotion that that conjures. And I think it is, it's very invocative. And, and because it's quite a bare song, there's not a whole lot going on in that compared to a lot of the other songs, you can really kind of concentrate on what Mark's getting at lyrically. And this, the saxophone's a very nice break. It sounds funny. It was recorded in the bathroom. So it sounds, um, it's a very odd tone to go with, but it was, <laughs> it was kind of just what we got. Um, Another track I really loved was It Never Hurts. And this is the last track on the album Mm -hmm. and also the last track that we're going to talk about today. It's a lovely track to end on. There's a really interesting lyric that I kind of picked up on, which was, I was burning out. I could feel it. Who wrote that, first of all? Do you know? Uh, Yeah, it's another one of Mark's songs. Um, Mm. So again, it's it's another very considered song lyrically. Although I'm pretty sure with this one, uh, off the top of my head, is that this was, he wrote, some of the lyrics a long time ago when a lot of the band were living together at Osborne Street in Brunswick and then he wrote the rest of it much later. Um, uh, yeah, so I think it's, um, and, and uh, from memory, in fact, I think I've got this written down somewhere, but I'm pretty sure that it's, um, 
uh, yeah, maybe he wrote some of it in 2014, some of it in 2019. Um, so it's a an interesting track in that sense that it, it brings, you know, multiple contexts and his frame of mind and very different scenarios into to one track. And it's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting song, but again, yeah, his lyrics are great. Mark really, his, his lyrics on this record were a real standout for it. It pours out of me like grease, it's vile, it's blood and guts. Turn the radio 